What is doing, guys and gals? As always, the podcast is brought to you by the lovely people at the Hills Podcasting and Video Room at Bella Vista Hotel. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those people for hosting us on a Monday night. Tell the people about Bella Vista Hotel, Lachlan. Well, you can come here for your beers, come here for your pizzas, and come here for more beers. What else can you do here? Uh, podcast, clearly. Podcast <laughs> clearly. and video room. Not so. while we're here. Yeah, not while we're here. So make sure that you hit the RSVP button. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, all the great socials. And thanks for tuning in. Hey, guys, before we get going on the podcast today, we just want to tell you a little bit more about Dubby. So you know that we like to be fit. You know we like to get out and about and move around. And thanks to our partnership with Dubby, we can do that without overexerting our bodies with too much caffeine. Dubby is amazing. It has zero sugar, zero maltodextrin fillers, zero artificial colors or dyes, zero secret formulas, zero hidden ingredients, and is gluten-free. All the flavors are unique and customly made by Dubby. You would have heard the Dub Sludge, the Dragon Fruit. Oh, man, they're just such, such good flavors. Uh, every drink comes out to about a dollar per drink or less, so it's much cheaper than any of your 7-Eleven, Starbucks, or any other caffeine options and it's made in the USA. It comes direct to us. It doesn't take long whatsoever. So make sure if you are looking for a very healthy alternative to your caffeine injections, you use Dubby. And make sure to use promo code FIFTHND, 5THND, when at dubby.gg checkout. Thanks for listening to the pod. As always, we are brought to you by The Cover. You can find them at thecover.com.au or thecoverau on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just wherever you find good podcasts. Thurston to choose from which coach. He hits it. He's yes! got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. It was better than Leo. What can I say? And I am back. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. You're sitting here with your boy solo, Matty B. Um, now, full disclosure, I am in my car. I am using a different microphone. It may sound different. That is 100% why. Um, I went to the lovely establishment, the Bella Vista Hotel, and uh, my computer decided to shit itself and it did not want to work with the technology and the facilities that they had there. So um, we have adapted, we have persevered, we have overcome, and we are now outside the front of my house with the home microphone that we used in maybe like the first 100 episodes. So um, yeah, if it sounds different, that's why. If randomly a hoon goes past, I live on like a kind of shitty street. So you may hear the odd car here or there, but that is what it is. Um, also, you're going to get very sick of my voice this episode because the boys aren't here. Uh, Sherpa is down with what seems to be possibly a flu. Uh, Mrs. Sherpa's had COVID. So, um, yeah, apparently that's still a fucking thing. And uh, Lachlan is still being, you know, himself living it up in Hawaii. So, um, if there are two things that you know about me, is uh, one of them is that um, I can talk, and I can talk a lot, 
Uh, the other one is that I do not like the heat. I do not like being um, in a in a hot environment for a long amount of time. So this will likely be a quick one because um, I do not have the windows down right now just in case you can hear the cars going past and it is warm in here. Um, so just be prepared for that. Moving on to weekends. Weekends... Look, it is what it is. Um, I'm the only one that's going to obviously talk about my weekend. Uh, Thursday, as we always start with the basketball, um, very poorly officiated game. Horrible. We only had five boys. Um, friend of the show, Cam, was over from uh, the WA, the Western boy. He was over. Um, he played a hell of a game. Um, and uh, I couldn't hit water if I fell out of a boat. Um, we That's like three weeks in a row that I've had some shooting struggles. So um, we're getting there. Hopefully we'll get over the hump soon. We've got one more game before the uh, Christmas holiday break. So I'm hoping to get one good performance in before that. Um, Friday. What did I get up to Friday? Friday afternoon, had a farewell um, for somebody from work. Um, So friend of the show, Vandy, and I went down and we hung out at that. Um, That was kind of fun i ended up with a bit of like toxic masculinity and me doing push-ups um i know right never never in your wildest dreams would you have expected a slight little bit of toxic masculinity from me but if somebody tells me that i can't do push-ups i'm gonna like get down and prove to them that i can do push-ups because man can put man's can push up like it's it's fine sometimes i just want to push against the earth um and you know it is what it is you guys have heard that you've heard that when it comes to uh, Locke and I going to the gym and me giving him shit for it. But um, yeah, sometimes I just want to push off against the earth. Saturday, Saturday was the hot one. Um, 42, 43, some parts 44 degrees here in Sydney. Um, Air Hutch had his uh, 18th plus 10th birthday. Um, he uh, he and his boys have a little uh, have a little joke about air hutch hosting a pool party and um it you know apparently it's been in the works for 10 years um but the man's just thought nah fuck it it's uh it's a 42 degree day i'm gonna have the boys over we went over um didn't swim in the first part had to go and pick up ella from work i was the uh, i was the taxi for the day because she was running late earlier in the day and i thought i'll do the nice thing and i'll take her um and then i had to scurry back from air hutch's place to where Ella works, pick her up, get her home because she had a Christmas party to go to. I know, right? The amount of Christmas parties that this woman is invited to is kind of baffling at this point. Um, she's at another one tonight, so that I think that's four. The tally is up to four, um, and we've got a few ones that we're mutually going to. So, look, there's just a lot happening. It's that it's the silly time. It's the time of the silly season. All of that stuff. Um, then Sunday, Sunday was just a fitness day. Uh, Sunday I was just getting into my work. I got up, I went to the gym, uh, did what I had to get done at the gym. Then was, um, lying to myself and said I would come home and mark some year 12 papers, but I, um, I definitely didn't do that. I then, um, met up with friend of the show Sliman and we went for a run. Uh we did uh a nice 
seven Ks in the 30 degree heat. Um, nothing too crazy. I felt like we could have gone a bit further, but we were just so zonked and zapped from the heat. Uh, no electrolytes in our bodies. We just uh, we needed the needed the break. Um, usually we will sprint my street after we do a run and we got, we were closing in on the street and Slyman turns to me and goes, you best not fucking suggest a sprint. I'll tell you what, it's too hot for that. But, um, he pushed me. Um, I like to be, like to be pushed in the, in the fitness realm. And, um, it got to a point where, um, I ran my fastest time and I ran my fastest kilometer. So shout out to Slyman for getting me there. What a guy, what a man, what a money. Uh, what else did I do on Sunday? On Sunday, I also watched the in-season tournament final, and that is what this episode is pretty well going to be about. Um, so if you're only here for the weekends and the pre-show, uh, ramble, then you can leave. See you later, because we're not going to go piss girl, we're just going to go straight into it. As I said, it's only me. So, um, that's all there is to say about that. The, the good the bad and the ugly ducklings. Well, there's no ugly ducklings. It's just good and there's bad. And it's both the in-season tournament. Um, what's good is that the in-season tournament is done. I'm excited for it to be done. Um, I think it was a worthy experiment. I think it's going to be something good to come in the next couple of years. Um, but I have said this from the get-go. I actually don't mind the idea of an in-season tournament. Um, I just... Obviously, there's a lot of things to be ironed out. But shout out to the Lakers, who are the inaugural champions of the in-season tournament. Um, Good on them. LeBron James, obviously winning the inaugural MVP. He averaged uh, near 27 points, 8 rebounds, 7.5 assists, while shooting an absolutely staggering 56.8 from the field and 60% from three. 60% 60% from three, and some of those were logo shots. So, shout out to the man. He um, he did his thing. He got in there. He he won the thing. Um, in our NBA text thread, there's a lot of, oh, how many in-season tournaments does MJ have? Because we got a few old heads in there. And look, we fully respect what Michael Jordan did for the game, has done for the game, continues to do for the game in in terms of player empowerment and, and branding and endorsements and all that kind of stuff. He paves the way. He's also the greatest player to have ever graced the game, depending on your opinion. I don't think that there is a wrong answer if you answer that question with, I don't know, Michael, Kareem, LeBron, Kobe, Magic even. Like, there are so many names and... and you know, Locke and I often talk about how there's tiers of greatness. Um, Mike is definitely in the top tier of greatness, if not that the the pinpoint quintessential great. However, you got to adapt to the times, and I think that that uh, is shown by LeBron James. Um, it could have been very easy for him to be like, oh, well, nah, fuck the in-season tournament. I'm just going to sit out. I'm not going to waste, you know, my potential season or career at this point in his, like, he's 39. One really big injury could, you know, knock on wood, could fucking end it for him. Um, But you adapt to the times and, and they, you know, they went in with a game plan. They fed Anthony Davis early. They made sure that he got plenty of ball and it fucking worked. He had 41, 20 and four blocks. Like, there's, there's a reason that they won this game. The Pacers 
they hung around, but I don't, I couldn't, couldn't sit here and tell you that they put up a good fight. They hung around, but with about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, it just kept getting further and further away from them. Um, we're going to talk about the officiating in a second in the bad, but that kept them out of this game as well. Um, Tyrus Halliburton just kind of couldn't really get it going. They couldn't match the tenacity of the Lakers. Halliburton had 20, 11, one steal and one block. Uh, Benedict Marath- Matherin had 20 with an insane buzzer-beating three floater thing going into the fourth quarter. Aaron Neesmith made LeBron's life hell a little bit, but how much can you actually make LeBron's life hell? He ended up putting up 15 points as well. They just didn't have the firepower. And Austin Reeves for the Lakers had like 28, maybe 30 off the bench. Um, when you're getting 30 points out of Austin Reeves, especially off the bench, and you're not winning that game, you've done something wrong that game. Um, for a, and no, no disrespect to Hillbilly Kobe, but for a player of his caliber to have nearly 30 points in, in such a big and quintessential game, like for him, that's half a million dollars. That's like, I mean, for everybody that won, that's half a million dollars. Some of those guys are on $1.1 million a year deals. So, you know, they've just plus their salary by half. So, you know, shout out to them. It obviously meant something, but for Hillbilly Kobe to go out and have that many points and, and, and get done what he needed to get done alongside Anthony Davis showing up and having a and taking like the game by storm. It just goes to show that like these Lakers they mean that they're hungry, they're mean, they want something, um and and they now are able to you know, put another notch on the belt of Laker history. Is there going to be a banner for this shit? I hope not. It's only seven games. Like, they went 7-0 and good on them, but, like, it's only seven games. Surely they don't put a fucking banner in Staples Center for this. Like, yeah, they got the in-season cup tournament, but it's not a world championship. Like, and, and I don't want to sound like that runner from, the, from Team USA, but... You're not winning the world of shit. You're winning, you know, an, an NBA, ch- like a, an in-season tournament. I know that they, you know, do the FA Cup and everything like that over in, um, over in soccer and whatnot. But um, it's yeah, it's not the. I it's I just don't want to fucking see a banner. I really don't want to see a banner. Um, let's move on to the bad. Uh, the in-season tournament officiating was a fucking spectacle to say the least. There were fifty-eight. 58 personal fouls in this game. Turner somehow was the only one to foul out. Miles Turner, some of his calls were just ticky-tack bullshit where he maybe wasn't setting a screen quickly enough or, or, or like, solidly enough. Or, you know, uh, they knew that he was in foul trouble, so they were targeting him. That's just good basketball. But at the same time, like, some of those calls are just fucking atrocious. Obi Toppin, Aaron Neesmith... Cam Reddish and LeBron James all had five personal fouls each, so it could have very easily been extra guys fouling out. Um, the the free throw numbers were fucking insane. There were 68 free throws shot by both teams. Uh, the Pacers went 29 for 33, and the Lakers went 27 for 35. Now, the free throws were keeping the Pacers in this game for a long time. They couldn't shoot for shit uh, from behind the arc. Um, they were... The, they were Well, they couldn't shoot for shit in general. Um, the, I think at halftime, they were 36% from the field, but like 91 or, or 97 from the free throw line. And they had made... Um, six threes to the Lakers, none from nine or something like that. But as soon as Torian Prince dropped one, they started to fall for the Lakers. And it was just, it was kind of 
game over from there. Um, as I said, the insane foul numbers led to a stop-start game all around, and it was just like, just kind of hard to watch. Um, I was still thoroughly entertained. Um, there was a passage of play that I've got written down here at the beginning of the fourth. Uh, Matherin, well, at the end of the third, sorry, Matherin made that three to go into the fourth. Toppen then comes out and makes a very big three. McConnell then pressures the ball and steals it and leads to a Matherin layout. It's like a four-point bar. It's like a four-point game here now. We're we're cooking with gas. Like there's a bit of back and forth going on. Some defense. No fouls have been called. Then D'Angelo Russell gets back-to-back hoops. He hits a hits a mid-range. He gets a finger roll layup. Um, then LeBron gets the and one. That was on Miles Turner. Miles Turner's now worried about foul trouble. Okay. Then Tyrese Halliburton makes it th- makes a three, and then all of a sudden it's 94-98 again. But then, like, it was just ticky-tack after that. Like, the last five minutes of this game felt like it went for, for 45 minutes. Um, and I know the Sherpa says that about most basketball games, especially when it comes down to, like, seemingly the wire. But when when guys just cannot hit shots, it's... It's an absolute punish to watch um, to watch the game. I'm just going to pull up the box score because no one on the Pacers shot well. Not a single person on the Pacers shot well. And let's see if I can find that in-season tournament. Head to the box score. Um, just bear with me. Look, Buddy Heald, 27%. Obi Toppin, 45%. Miles Turner, 27 Bruce Brown, 22 Tyrese shot 57 Good on him. Uh, but 25% from three. Benedict Matherin, 45 33 Isaiah Jackson, 40 Aaron Neesmith, 27.3 TJ McConnell. Like, they're just... As a team, they shot less than 37%. Less than 25% from three. It's, like, it's literally just not going to work for you there. Even though the Lakers shot, like, worse from three... 15%. They went 2 of 13 versus 10 of 41 for the Pacers. But the but like the the Lakers just got into the paint. Like see see the 51 oh, sorry 41 points from Anthony Davis. See the see the 24 points from LeBron James like I think there was a stat at one point 50 of their 50 points it was like 46 of them were in the paint or something like that. Like, just something absolutely ridiculous. D'Angelo Russell, you know, also a shaky game, but still shot 40% and was able to give 13 points. Hillbilly Kobe, like I said, 28 points on 60%. Uh, 10 of 12 from the free throw line. Like, free throws ended up being a big factor. Uh, Anthony Davis shot the worst on anything over two attempts for... No, he didn't. No, yes, he did. Shot the worst on anything over two attempts for both teams. Um, so, it is what it is, right? Like, in a vacuum, I think that this game was... Like, the hype was definitely there. The crowd was into it. Um, the fact that they thought that this was going to be, like, a neutral ground is fucking disgusting because the the Lakers always sell out at Summer League. They literally always sell out at Summer League, and that's in Vegas as well. So the fact that they thought this would be a neutral ground is it, it just baffles me. Um, but all in all, I think it was a pretty like good experience. You could see people were definitely getting into it. It was good to see some of the teams just kind of let the young guys run and like 
were kind of like, oh, I don't really care about the in-season tournament. But at the same time, like, the first six games, they counted. They counted towards shit. And now it's only the last game that doesn't count. Also, that's some bullshit, right? Like, that the last game doesn't count. Like, the stats don't count. Um, so I guess, I mean, I guess it's good for... Uh, Benedict, uh, not Benedict Matherin. It's, I mean, he had a good game, but it's good for Tyrese because Tyrese had a couple of turnovers, and now he's still perfect in the month of December for no turnovers. So, I guess it like it just kind of is what it is. Um, and I guess that's where we're just gonna kind of leave it. Like, it just resolve it poorly with it is what it is. Like that's it is the in season tournament. It is the NBA Cup. It is the first year of it. Um, we can only hope that it gets better. I really hope that you enjoyed um, some aspects of this podcast. Um, I know it was a lot and only me talking at you. Um, but yeah, like where you can like, share where you can share. And um, that is my thoughts on that. See you in the next one.